UFO unit to publicly release some findings after X official says off-world vehicles found. Uh, but it's definitely weird without the fan interaction because you can tell which of these players thrives off having fans there and mm -hmm. which of them actually excel better when there's no fans. If he loses the presidential election, he's now considered to be trespassing, correct? Yeah, but like, sex tape is... I mean, You can't pick and choose at this point what you want to be private. Yeah, but you, now you're involving kids, though. You don't believe in coincidences? Not really. Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is the No Structure Podcast. No Structure. Uh, so you just want to get begin with hot headlines? Yeah. Headlines. Former NBA, this is crazy. Former NBA player Nate Robinson and YouTube star Jake Paul told The Athletic that they will fight September 12th as the undercard to Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, they're about to get that check. Yeah. I'm not even mad at that. I think, um, what, the Paul brother, he's fought before, correct? No, I'm not really his biggest fan. I, I, I feel like, yeah. Um, but Nate Robinson, I feel like he's super athletic still. I bet you Nate Robinson has hands. Too. Yeah. He's got to. He's like, what, five foot two? He's been fighting people his whole life. How tall? Is it Blake Paul or Logan Paul? Uh, Jake Paul. Jake Paul, whatever the fuck his name yeah, is. I have no idea, dude. Uh, so how tall is he? I have no idea. Anything that has to do with that family, I just ignore. Yeah. After the, the Jap, the, the Japan. The, yeah. The I was going to say the Japanese forest. <laughs> I don't forest. even know what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> after the Japanese forest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I also saw them fucking shit up during, um, the protests. Yeah. I saw that too. Yeah. I'm just very turned off by everything that they're doing. But hey, get your money, bro. Yeah. What you gotta do. But yeah, I'm rooting for Nate, man. Hell yeah. I'm glad to see that 206 all day. Yeah. Is, it, is Nate 206 or 253? He's 206. Probably both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Missouri governor insists kids must go back to school even though they will get COVID-19. Hmm. Yeah, man, I honestly don't really have much uh, positive things to say about that or really anything to say about that at all. I wonder what the mind state is for something like that, for a decision like that. Is it the kids need to go to school because they're not likely to die from it? I think that that's the thing is that younger people and even like our age, why they don't care so much about going out with Corona is because they think that they could just go home and stay in the house for two weeks and be better. And that's it. But, but then the next question is, so what about like the people that, you know, their caregivers, like what if they get it? What if their caregivers are at that age that they will die from it? Right. Well, the, that thing. And also we don't know what happens after, after you get Corona. We don't know the, the long-term impacts of having Corona. So while you can beat it now, who knows really how much internal damage you're doing to yourself. We don't have the, uh, scientific information for this stuff. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, we don't even have real hard facts about this yet, but we're making decisions based on a bunch of assumptions. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. It is crazy. So my big thing is, like I've said time and time again, if you hate these people and what they're doing, you got to vote. Yep. Got to vote. We just got our ballots for um, local stuff. I did too. Yep. I was actually looking over them this morning. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, some people, like their little description about mm -hmm. themselves is very funny. Yeah. Like, I feel like they there's no rules to what you have to write. Clearly. No. And then when they put, you know how you have to put like what party you're endorsing? Like mm -hmm. I endorse, somebody put endorsing Trump's Republican party. I saw that. Not just Republican. He was a, a ex Boeing, Boeing manager or something for the wings or something. Yeah, I know he, exactly who he was. He had like a about. weird ass name, right? Yeah. 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 That's funny. I was like, wow, you're, you're double down in the Republican. <laughs> yeah. Huh? You just don't care, man. <laughs> Got it. Uh, the Justice Department's Inspector General opens an investigation into the G DOJ's involvement in Portland. Have you been seeing anything that's been going on in Portland? Um, there's the protesting. Bro, that shit is wild. Is I watched it? the live feed the other night. Yeah. So they sent the uh, military in there and the military, I don't know if it was a precinct or courthouse, 
Um, cause I guess the protesters were trying to get in control of the pro or the courthouse. So they sent the military in there and they had this little peephole that they were watching the protesters out of them, like throw shooting gas and stuff out of. And protesters were like banging on this thing, demanding them to leave Portland and come out. There was a wall of moms that all had the like, gas masks on that were calling for peace. They came out of the thing and started sp- or uh, tear gassing and throwing stuff and all kinds. Of- it's just crazy, dude. Are these protests for like equality? Yeah. Okay. It's still the Black Lives protest. Okay. And I guess this is like the 55th or 56th straight night that has gone on, 56 nights. That's so crazy. Yeah, so I heard you. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, it's crazy that it's Portland of all places. I feel like Portland's pretty progressive, though. I, but they I do think have Portland like a- Portland is progressive. I agree with you on that. Mm. But for like military intervention, I would have never guessed that. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, they're talking about doing the same thing in like Chicago and other places too. But the Chicago's mayor said that she's not allowing that to happen, and she actually took down the Christopher Columbus statue, or is taking it down today in order to make sure that there's no more protesting at that statue, because that's where the cops and uh, protesters have been getting into it the most at. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, man. There's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. Oh, I did have another thing to go off that, actually. So Trump announced that he's uh, announcing a surge of federal law enforcement into American communities plagued by violent crime will work every single day to restore public safety. Um, Shout out Nikisha. She actually posted about this. She goes, this is the gateway to charging people through the federal system. For example, someone resists arrest and smacks a federal officer while trying to get away. Charges go from state level to federal. Very easy to get a lot of people on fed charges. Yeah, that's crazy. So shout out Nikisha. Make sure that you guys are like minding that if you're out there protesting. Especially if they have federal troops out there, if you're in Portland or wherever, because they've been even talking about possibly this happening in Washington, too. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, they're quick to slap them extra charges. Yep. Um, did you see that uh, the UFO stuff? Um, what exactly are you talking about? Like that the government has like the they came out and said they have like different shit going on. Pentagon unit um, UFO unit to publicly release some findings after ex official says off world vehicles found. That's what it was. The off world vehicles. Wild. Yeah. We in it, man. I'm excited. Like this is this is pretty fucking cool. I have to say. I think it's it's cool that the government is finally just letting this out. I want to know when they found this shit. Yeah. Like was this like in 1920? This is like a hundred year old. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, it's cool that we in our lifetime, it's possible that we might actually see some alien spaceship or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That it, I. 100 percent agree with an that. off-world vehicle that's a a weird term that, that makes me think of like one of those little things from halo yeah <laughs> like, i've just seen things. him like drive over um dunes on mars oh wait is this the shit that kanye has on that easy range uh, bro <laughs> I'm just hey, wait, i wouldn't be surprised bro imagine that shit remember when um dave Chappelle ran for president in one of his skits yeah, on the yeah. show and one of his best friends was an alien or some shit and the alien was taking him back Tomorrow's he had like a press conference. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah, we got the cure for blah blah blah. And this is my alien. Was friend, it against like blah. a red backdrop? I have no okay. idea. Anyway, I can definitely see as crazy as 2020's been, Kanye got all his shit from aliens. Have you seen his shoes? They look like alien shoes. They do look like yeah, alien so shoes. Hey, maybe he's ahead of his time. His little foam slip-ons look like an alien spaceship. Hey, you know what's crazy about those? A lot of people don't like those, but I think those are actually pretty fire. Yeah, you've said that before. Oh, I guess we've talked about this about how I could see myself being on like a space station wearing those. Yeah, you know, the more that you talk about them, though, the more that I'm easing into them. They're cool. I think I like things that break the conventional look. Like, just like with the the 350s, like, they broke the conventional look. They looked weird and crazy at first, but now they're like a staple shoe, so. Yeah, I still don't know if I would actually go out and get them. But if they were given to me, I'd rock mm-hmm. the shit out of them. Yeah, shout out to Adidas. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, some good news for the timeline. Um, today, the National Suicide Prevention Line was approved to have a designated three-digit number of 988, like 911, that increases uh, accessibility and reduces the stigma of utilizing mental health services, like 911 numbers or having to go to a counselor. Uh, so basically, a crisis hotline for suicide prevention. I think it's really dope, um, especially in this time with people's minds just going crazy with everything that's going on. That's super cool that they're uh, doing that. Yeah, I saw that actually. And the, my first thought when I saw that, I was like, hmm, I wonder why they didn't do this sooner. Yeah, that was interesting. But to me, though, I was like, oh, I didn't even know that that was an option. That too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. That's, yeah, I think it's really that's cool. very convenient for a lot of people. Hopefully it gets utilized. Especially if you think about like, let's say that there's a suicide situation, right? Like some guys like standing on a bridge and you try to call 911. We've seen how long it might take 911 mm-hmm. to get through all that. So this might be a good... Uh, Good thing for that, too. That is 988, correct? 988, correct. Um, Woody Johnson, billionaire NFL owner and U.S. ambassador to U.K., was investigated by state OIG. I don't know what that stands for. Uh, After allegations, he made racist and sexist comments to staff and sought to use his government post to benefit Trump's business in the U.K. Bro, all these owners are fucking nasty. The goddamn Jets? What do you really expect from these owners? Yeah, I'm not shocked, man. I've said this many times. When it comes to billionaires, I don't like them. Yeah. I don't. Like, $1 billion. If you have $1 billion, I feel like that is ridiculous to me. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm not surprised uh, to, yeah. I mean, it's the Jets. So, <laughs> I mean, shit. I don't even know what to say anymore, man. I, he's not going to be the fir- He's not the first owner to do this, and he's definitely not going to be the last, so. No. I wonder if there's going to be, like, a... An owner snitch that just goes around and just fucking spills the beans. Like, uh, Pete Carroll just sold the hotline. Just Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm getting another fucking ring. Yeah. I don't care if I got to take everybody down in the process. Shit, that's basically what they're doing in the NBA right now, but... Man. <laughs> Craziness. Uh, crazy na- oh, we talked about this a couple uh, episodes ago about the possibility of TV shows covering the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, according to this, Grey's Anatomy will explore the coronavirus pandemic during season 17, whatever that is. Okay. But I'm assuming they're going to start shooting soon if they start getting permits and stuff to go back to work. But um, I'm interested in hearing how they're going to do it. There's a reality TV show called Love After Lockup Mm -hmm. where someone is dating someone or about to get married to someone that's in jail. Right. And the new season just came out. One of my favorite reality TV shows, by the way. Mm -hmm. And um, it's during Corona. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they're... um, Everything's updated about, like, um, what they're doing in jail during Corona and then how the person on the outside is dealing with that situation are they still doing like real camera cruisers like through zoom or it looks like it i'm assuming it's like in a state that things are open yeah like missouri yeah or like (laughs) oklahoma is that a state oklahoma yeah yeah okay oklahoma state public school bro public school yeah um sexual misconduct lawsuits have been filed against fox news sean hannity tucker carlson ed henry and more bye (laughs) (laughs) i'll see you later tuck it's been nice knowing you. Um, I didn't really have too much on that. The last one I had was uh, Tracy McGrady and Jermaine O'Neal are going to start their own uh, sports group and entertainment group. Hmm. Were they on the same Orlando team? I know they both played from the Magic at one point. I don't know if it was. I don't think the same Jermaine time. O'Neal played for the Magic. Yeah, he did. Oh, Shaquille O'Neal. No, I'm thinking um, not Jermaine O'Neal. Uh, the point guard. Who's the point guard? Jameer Nelson. Jameer. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jameer's a guy. Yeah. Uh, no, but no, I don't think they've ever played together. Uh, yeah, I, I think know. That's really cool, though. I don't know who Jermaine O'Neal is. Seems like, uh, like even the picture, I'll show you the picture. It looks like it's going to be fucking the NBA's version of Ballers. Wow. Tyson uh, McGrady looking distinguished. Yeah, but it looks like he found a suit that finally fit him. <laughs> Shout out my man T Mac. I, I like that. What do you think about these sports coming back with zero fans in the stands? Um, it's, it's weird. 
I'm not going to lie. It's definitely uh, very interesting. I was watching uh, the Lakers and uh, Clippers scrimmage yesterday. Was it Lakers? Oh, no, Lakers Mavericks uh, scrimmage yesterday. And it's just strange. Um, you hear a lot more of the people talking on the sidelines, too. Like uh, Anthony Davis went to go do a, like a turnaround layup on this guy. And J.R. Smith was like seed rocking this thing. He's like, get the baby out the paint. Like saying all this That's shit. Funny. So I do think it's cool from a, a sta- like an aspect of being able to hear more of the players' interactions. Uh, but it's definitely weird without the fan interaction because you can tell which of these players thrives off having fans there and mm-hmm. which of them actually excel better when there's no fans. Mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely cool to see a different dynamic to this. Do I think this can be a sustainable model moving forward? No. I think this works well for the super shortened, hyper-fast season, but it's not going to work every year That leads continues. That leads me to a question when you said like some people, like they thrive with fans, like mm-hmm. the fan energy. Yeah. Do you think that there's going to be like a different type of home field advantage, especially with different types of sports? Like, let's look mm-hmm. at football, for example. Stadium noise is huge when it yeah. comes to the snap. 1000%. I mean, look at uh, Seattle. I mean, the Seahawks pride Seahawks. themselves on being loud and proud 12s. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to the 12s, too. But yeah, that's one of the big things with, uh, with football. It's crowd noise is a part of the experience of being a Seahawks fan. But not even. And just how much it impacts that, the game. Too. Yeah. yeah like, that's sure. low-key, like, an extension of the defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody talks about how loud it gets at the clink. So how is that going to affect the future, do you think? Do you think that those teams that now do have a disadvantage? You think the teams that thrive off of crowd noise? Mm-hmm. Uh, it just depends on how they react to it. I mean, it, if, they fee- if they're all feeding off the crowd energy, then it's obviously going to be very different for them. But I think it all just depends on the individual players. Like, if you're... If you're a person that needs a crowd to succeed, then yeah, it's going to impact you. But if you're one of those ones who plays how you play without, it, it, even with different climates, I mean, I don't, I just I, think it, it probably depends on the individual player, but I do think it's going to affect teams that do thrive off of, like the Seahawks. It's obviously going to have an impact until they get used to it, at least. Also think about like in basketball, like you have, I don't know, 30 seconds left of the game and right. it's tied up and you have like a free throw situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of pressure removed from that situation now that there's no fans. Yeah. But also the weird silence, too, might get to people, too. Ooh, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I could see that being definitely weird. Like, wow, I have all the eyes in this building on me. Right. I feel it. I don't even hear it. I feel it. Yeah. Yeah, you feel all the eyes on you. Because, I mean, I would assume... I mean, I've never played in front of a fucking huge crowd. I would assume you could feel all the eyes on you. But since there's so many eyes on you, you're just like, ah, you know, it's just... It's a whole bunch of people. You don't feel like... Like, you know when you give a presentation in class Mm -hmm. and there's, like, three people, but you know there's, like, one specific person that's looking at you? Like, I feel like in a smaller setting like that, it would get the players. But Mm -hmm. with the bigger setting, it's just, like, there's so many people, you can't just concentrate on one. I wonder how this is going to be for rookies in this situation. Like, this is their first big league experience, and you go in there, and the fan's gone. Like, a whole, like half of the whole professional element is gone. That might actually help the rookies, though. In like, their to ease into it? Yeah, so that they don't go just jump straight into in front of the crowd, because those lights get bright, and people get scared. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely going to be interesting. Um, they, it looks like they're starting to try and do some things to curb the no crowd. Like, um, I got invited to shout out Andy. I don't, have you ever met Andy, um, Zach's, uh, Carly's uh, sister's? boyfriend uh, or uh, sorry husband real cool guy but he works for root sports oh. and he invited me to like a it was like a virtual fan thing where like you're all on zoom and i don't know if they're gonna like project it in this in the uh at safeco like as the players are playing like have it up on the screen or whatever but they're having like a virtual fan zone i've seen other teams mm. they have where you can buy like a car- cardboard cutout and put your own cardboard cutout in the stands that's so gimmicky though yeah it's just weird man 
Like, it's just weird. Wait until someone hits a home run and knocks someone's head off the cardboard. Yeah, yeah. Am I going to get a refund? Like, yeah. How does that work? I paid for that ticket. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's kind of cool that they're exploring other things. Like we we talked about that they're going to let um, batters have that. Well, on a specific, I think it was the Twins. They let batters choose their own playlist to play while they're hitting, which I think is cool. But unless you're at like a 17 pitch at bat, that's going to be like one song. Yeah, I do think it is cool. It would feel like warm ups during basketball. Yeah, which is which is some of the like most fun at the games because people are like loose and they're doing yeah. their own thing. So it is fun. It would make the whole situation feel less serious. It wouldn't even feel yeah. like a real game to me though. That's what I was saying though. Like when people I said before, like LeBron might average sixty five. Like obviously I know he's not going to average sixty five, but he might average more during this time because now it doesn't feel as serious. It's like a pickup game now. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe people lax a little bit on defense. Maybe you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I mean, all it takes is one person to lax. On one possession, yeah, and that's an extra point that he might not have had. Exactly. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, so it's it's definitely going to be interesting moving forward. I am definitely really interested to see how football is going to be. Yeah, um, Taylor's dad is a high school varsity football coach. Yeah, he was saying they're not going to play dad. until yeah. Shout out. Um, he's not going to be coaching until February. Yeah, it doesn't shock. Usually me. they start in August. Yeah, you know. So, and that's as of now. Who knows what it's going to? They might not even play. Like, yeah. Who knows? That's we talked so far about from before that Texas is uh, considering canceling all football, and that's huge, mm-hmm. huge, huge stuff. If they're going to cancel football, I guess I mean football is a little different because it's such a contact sport, and you you know you get sweat and stuff. But I was like, if they're going to cancel football, then that probably means they should just cancel school. Oh, for sure, I agree yeah. with that. It's going to be weird. Did you see that they're actually trying to create like shields for the NFL players to wear, like over their Man, face? This is too much. Yeah, we're doing too much in creating band aids. Yeah. Too many band-aids and no How about we heal? No healing. So we don't need any <laughs> exactly. band-aids. Yeah. Question for you, Zachary. <laughs> yes, Tyler. <laughs> uh, do you think if Trump loses the presidential race, he will leave the White House? Hell no. You don't think so? This guy's ghetto as fuck. He's got warrants on him and all this shit. Like, you think he's going to leave and they evict him? Hell no. Do you he's going to pop a squat. Do you think he's going to try to do, like, a recount? Oh, I'm guaranteed. I've already... Uh, brace myself for the amount of recounts that are going to happen, amount of bitching he's going to do about mail-in voting, about how the system is rigged. He, somehow he's going to tie Ukraine back into this and say that Ukraine's working for Biden. Like, every possible trick from now until election time, Trump is going to pull. Do you think that he hired a team to counter the loss? Like uh, a legit team that's sitting there studying all the options or do you think that he's actually focusing on winning right oh, now? okay I, I get what you're saying like how they can disqualify him losing yeah discredit the, the loss than actually him winning mm-hmm. uh it's possible i do think that he's knows that he's starting to lose more so now he's pulling back on a lot of stuff like putting the mask on and saying the coronavirus isn't going to go away anytime soon like now he's fessing up to these things i think he realized how much damage coronavirus actually did to his re-election chances because if we didn't have the coronavirus, and you would have told me or asked me who was going to win the election. I probably would have said Trump by a large margin. That's true. I would have. At the beginning now. Yeah. But now with the corona stuff, I don't know, man. I, I honestly don't know. But again, this is what we thought in 2016 with Hillary, and you know, it turned out to go the completely other direction. So mm-hmm. um, the thing I worry about now with him militarizing the military and using them in like Portland and places like that, that he might try to do some shit like that to like guard the white house in case they try to actually go get him. If he loses the presidential election, he's now considered to be trespassing, correct? Yeah. Like there was a quote that Biden said, the United States government is perfectly capable of escorting trespassers out of the white house. This is what Biden said. Yeah. When asked if Trump is going to leave. But the crazy thing about Trump though, 
is that he has so much of Congress and powerful people in his pocket that I do feel like he could do some fuck shit to try and stay in. But I think the reason why he's able to get away with this shit is because those people are so about following the president's instruction. Mm. So if there is a new president in place, hopefully they keep that same energy and follow the president's instruction by getting the ex-president out. Yeah. But you know how many of those Republicans already hate Obama and Biden's just Obama's, I won't say just because they were an amazing duo when they were together. He's, he's Obama's boy. Mm-hmm. So I feel, I fear that a lot of the old prejudices and things they had against Obama will also carry over into Biden's term if he wins. I get that. But I think that there's a certain level of professionalism that they will abide by. Just like Secret Service, for example. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of them don't fuck with Trump. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of them didn't fuck with Obama. Yep. But they have a job to do. Yeah. Period. They definitely didn't fuck with Bush. That's what I'm saying. Like, but they, they have a job. They have to protect the president. Period. Fuck what you think. For sure. Fuck who your, your choices. There's just things that your job tells you to do. And if, if he's, if Trump is not president anymore, I would hope that they would do their job title. Yeah. That's true. Um, it's going to be a wild ride though this November. I will tell you that. Um, shit's, I think shit's just going to get even crazier. Like already I could just, it's just, it's already getting crazy. It's only what? August, not even August yet. We're it's in July. August. Yeah, still. Yeah, man. Um, this Biden Trump showdown is going to get worse and worse. They're going to keep taking worse and worse shots at each other. Um, it's just going to get interesting, especially right up around election time. What ends up coming out about the both of them because of what they dig up on each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they're holding all of the, the, the lack of a better term, uh, the Trump card. I hope I think they're both holding it against each other. And they're just waiting for the right time to play it for sure. Do you think that anything is going to be linked to like Epstein or something? <laughs> Like imagine, ah, imagine man, that's how you I take down no the opponent. Idea. I mean, they're. I mean, they've already been talking about how the Clintons have ties to Epstein and Biden might. You know, there's all that weird Quanon stuff about Biden being a child predator and smelling kids and stuff. Which is that what it's called, Quanon? Quanon, yeah, the Q. I thought it was Q Anon. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, did you see that Twitter limited? Yeah. The number of accounts or yeah. whatever and banned hella. Because of the shit that they say, man, like yeah. the shit's crazy. Like John F. Kennedy Jr. coming back to life, like that, that shit is crazy. Wild. That shit is wild. Uh, but not to give any tr- like any kind of credence or anything to that being possible, they did freeze Ted Williams's head so that they could preserve him to bring him back to life later on. Who's to say they didn't do that with John F. Kennedy Jr.? What? Remember the baseball player Ted Williams? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, hey, man, who knows? Maybe. He's going to come back on a robot body or something. I don't know. Yeah, who knows, bro? Yeah, I didn't have really much more on Trump leaving office. I do think it's going to be a pretty wild time. If he fights to stay in the office, even though he loses, it's going to be probably the craziest uh, historical story. Oh, for sure. And the thing that's so dangerous about it is he has so many supporters that are so loyal to him, like, Mm -hmm. that will die for Trump, that I wouldn't be surprised if you started seeing dudes carrying weapons and stuff hanging out around the White House. They already are. Yeah. That's the crazy part. It's it's going to be a crazy time, for sure. Speaking of Donald Trump, let's talk about the other presidential nominee, a runner. Are you talking about Andrew Yang? <laughs> yeah, I wish. I wish, yeah. <laughs> um, Dr. Kanye West. It's like he's not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye West, man. He's a pop star. He's not uh, a doctor. He's a pop star. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is going on with him, bro? What do you think? I know you saw his uh, his rallies. Everything. It's not even just the rallies. Have you seen the Twitter rants, too? Yeah, his Twitter rants. The fact that he said he wants to divorce Kim. 
He doesn't want his kids anywhere around Chris. He called Chris, uh, Chris Jong-un? Yeah, bro. <laughs> crazy, was man. Funny. Hey, that's... So, I know it's all fun and games. Like, it's... A lot of people think it's funny. A lot of people take Kanye as a joke. All yeah. this shit. One thing that I'm really noticing about this situation... Like, okay, yeah, sure. Maybe he is having a bipolar episode. Sure. Mm-hmm. But the bigger picture is this man is panicking right now. Yeah. Like, he's in a fucking panic. Yeah, he's in a downward spiral. I think he's really afraid for his kids. Mm-hmm. I really think he's genuinely genuinely afraid of his kids and their future with that family. 100%. From all things considered, it seems like he has every reason to be. Yeah, you would think. Kim being overly calm in this situation seems weird as fuck to me. Yep. Chris Jenner has always seemed like the... The puppet master? The, the exactly geppetto uh-huh so him kind of calling her out on that shit i'm not surprised yeah man or calling her uh her boyfriend call me yeah why That's why is that because i guess he's just calm the whole time i have no idea I've, i don't watch the show so i don't know how he's on there but one of the things that was crazy to me is he said they wrote get out about my life the movie get out oh i thought he life. said that the movie get out is his life Oh, he's like living the movie Get Out. Not that they wrote it about him. I'm almost positive he said they wrote that about my life. Oh, I thought he said that his life is just like. Let's look that up. Yeah, because yeah, if he said that my my if it was written about him, then that's even crazier. Because I mean, honestly, I could see it. Yeah, yeah. So this says that Kanye said everybody knows the movie Get Out is about me. Oh, see, so so how do you take that? I interpret it as like the movie is about me. Like I am the living Get Out. Not like it was written. About him, he's I don't just know, like, I'm bro. living this right now. I mean, shit, I don't know, it wouldn't bro. shock me. If honestly. I said, bro, you know that that's about me, wouldn't you be like, wouldn't you feel like that's kind of like a personal thing? Like the thing that I'm saying that is about me? Yeah, I, I do think that Kanye draws comparisons between the movie and his life, but I don't think that Jordan Peele wrote it specifically about Kanye. Yeah, probably. He could have He could have definitely got inspired by it. I mean, look, considering all the things that have gone on with Kanye over the last couple years with his mental health and things like that. I mean, sure, yeah, it could have been based off of him. You have these white girls going out and luring these black men. Sounds like some Kardashian shit. It does. I will give you that. It definitely does. Oh, yeah. Did you see, too, that now fucking... And this sounds gossipy, but did you see that Scottie Pippen's wife is involved in all this, too? How? She's been sleeping with Tristan Thompson. Really? Yo, Tristan Thompson be out here, bro. I actually did see uh, Kanye threw her name in a tweet. And yeah. Was pretty much threatening to spill the beans on that one. Yeah, because apparently she got, like, kicked to the curb by Kim because she was fucking around with Tristan. I was like, damn... So, there's like five or six different girls who came out and said that they were fucking around with Tristan, but they always kick the girls out, never Tristan out. Yeah, because... Well, they, I guess, too, you know, Tristan's got a kid with Chloe and all that, but... Chloe Tristan, is... Uh, Tristan's out here wilding. The, the, those Canadians are wild, bro. Um, question about Kanye for you, though. Yeah. Do you think Kanye is actually going through an episode right now, or do you think that all these memes about him, about the pres- presidency uh, kind of being a joke, do you think that that's to discredit him? Or do you think it's like a mixture of both? I think it's a mixture of both for sure. I do think that Kanye is going through an episode right now, but I also do think that the Kardashians might be pulling some strings in the background to make it seem like he's more crazier than he is to try and spin it their way. Mm. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if like little things came out. The only thing though I can say about this is, you know, Kanye brought up Kim's abortion mm-hmm. and talked about how she was ready to take the pills and all that stuff. And while I understand that he's speaking his truth and he's trying to explain his platform by sharing that story, that is a very personal thing to both of them that requires both him and her agreement on sharing something like that with the world. So I could see how Kim would be fucking furious with Kanye right now. But wasn't it that she didn't do it? 
she didn't do it, but just the fact that she was considering it. And then you think about North and how already the spotlight's already on North and she probably is pretty good with her phone and the computer. Imagine her getting online and seeing my dad's out here talking about how my mom wanted to abort me. Like that's a really big thing. That's a really personal thing to be saying in front of the entire world. Mm. And not that I'm trying to shoot the Kardashians bail or anything, but like, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but I do get that Kanye was trying to say it as like, he believes in life and. But let's look at it devil's advocate. These guys have a TV show about their life. Yeah. And I'm supposed to feel a type of way, or I'm supposed to think that they want to keep things private. Yeah. But I mean, that's a like super, super private thing. Like that's. Is it? To, 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 Bro, to he, talk about you're boarding your child? Leaked her own sex tape. Come on, dog. Yeah, but like, sex tape is... I mean, You can't pick and choose at this point what you want to be private. Yeah, but you, now you're involving kids, though. Like, just imagine if you had to have that conversation with your daughter about your dad going on the internet or going in public and saying that he wanted... Or that your mom wanted to abort you and that he had to talk your mom out of it. I think like, maybe... That's a wild situation to me. Maybe I'm a little jaded because I I have kids and I understand... That even if you do have a kid during a hard time, like my first son, for example, or my mm-hmm. first kid, in the beginning, it's hard. But later on, you're like, I'm so glad that this happened. Right. So with that mentality, like, I feel like it's easy to defend that to your kid. Like, yeah, of course, like we weren't ready to have you, yeah. but you're the best thing that's happened. Like, we're glad it didn't happen. But that should be a decision that both him and Kim make to share that with the world. It shouldn't just be Connie's decision to tell that to the world. Yeah, I get that. Like that's a, I feel like that's a huge violation of trust. I do understand what you say about they already give their whole personal lives, but if they had agreed to both put that story out there, then that's that's on them. But just Kanye going and saying that, like I understand why Kim would want to be pissed. And did you see the thing he said about Meek too? Yeah, that was really weird. But their so, picture came out that actually showed them having lunch with some other lady. So Kanye is insinuating that uh, Kim cheated on him with Meek. Yeah, interesting. And you know there was already rumors flying around that she cheated on him with Drake. This shit is weird, dude. Like, this whole... Hollywood is fucking strange. It's a strange, strange place. I think it gets even more strange when you see someone freaking out, like, in Kanye's situation, because you realize that when they start saying a lot of things that's happening around them, that there's more people attached to the situation than you initially thought. Yeah. So you're like, wow. Like, all the circles are... They're so intertwined. Yeah. Or even, like, the uh, the Tori and Meg stuff. This all started from a party with Kylie. Mm-hmm. Like, this shit is crazy how much their family is involved in all of this stuff. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's crazy, man. I think the crazy thing about that situation is that... So you have those three kicking it. Is it just those three kicking it? I think they were at a party. Okay, but it looked like those three were kicking yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. So let's take that. The two people out of the three that got in trouble. Meg. Right. Tori. Yep. But Kylie's name's in the story. But she's not in trouble. No. So there's enough name in there to keep her relevant. Right. Well, but she's see- not a part of the situation. So there's a whole rumor behind why this shit even started. Is apparently uh, Meg and Tori have been fucking for a while. And I guess Kylie was showing Tori a lot of love and a lot of attention. And Meg flipped out and was like saying a bunch of shit about him. I mean, some people have even said she was hitting him. Like, I don't know how far that goes with that story. Because it's all rumors and this all could be false. But uh, they're saying that that was the whole thing. Like, there was a physical altercation and that she was saying all this shit because of Kylie. But the funny thing, not even the funny thing, because this is a very fucking serious situation. The next day, Kylie posted a picture, like, of her foot like, out by some water after all this shit went down. I was like, bro, are you kidding me? That's crazy. I was like, these people are wild. Shots just, fire, bro. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck. I just hope for everybody involved. Tori, too. Like, I don't know what the situation was. And there's no situation which ever calls for shooting anybody or a woman. Or pulling a gun on a woman. I mean, Grant, there might be a couple of situations where that might have to happen. 
But this situation wasn't. One this of them. wasn't one of them. And it, and if he like the only situation where that would ever be okay is if he feared for his safety. Mm-hmm. This is like um, Chris Brown and Rihanna. Yeah, 2.0. Isn't, it, isn't it weird how eerily similar it seems? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what's nuts is I never thought Chris Brown was going to recover from that. I did. I don't know. I thought that they were going to blackball and bury him for the rest of his life. Bro, he was huge as an artist. Yeah. But... Even if you cut him in half, his his peak. Even if you knocked him down in half. He's still bigger than all the other artists. I guess it's true. Yeah, and look at and how he, big Bobby like, Brown remained famous wow, after man. all the shit with Whitney. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I just hope for the best possible situation for everybody involved, including Kanye, including Tori, including Meg. All this shit. I just hope something gets figured out. Of course, especially for Kanye, because you know Kanye's given so much as far as art, music, fashion, everything. It's sad to see him going out like this. Mm-hmm. If this, if this is truly what's going on, if this is, he, if he's really spiraling out of control. It would be really sad to see something like this happen for as much as he's given the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see somebody uh, bring up something interesting on Twitter. This, he, they said that this kind of stuff usually happens around his mom's birthday. Mm-hmm. Not to fact check that, but his mom's birthday, and rest in peace to Donda West, but it was uh, July 12th. Okay. Which would have been like, what, last week? That would have put it right around the time of all the ranting and stuff. I can see that as a, a trigger to break down for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said before, I think Kanye just needs to get away from everything. Yeah, this bird needs to shut the fuck <laughs> yeah. up. I think he just needs to go to the Easy Ranch and focus on making shoes and clothes and just that be it. I agree. I don't. I don't know why he wants to be president. No, I don't either. Uh, so I'm, praying yeah. for, I'm praying for Kanye for sure. For sure. But yeah, let's get into conspiracy talk. So weird shit happening this week. How do you say a lady's name? Jislene Maxwell. So I saw Jislene. I saw Galane. Oh yeah, Galane was another one that I've heard. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I actually went. On YouTube and typed her name in just so I can hear pronunciations of her name. Yeah. But it, it's like 50-50, so I'm going to call it just lame because it sounds funny. <clears throat> um, yeah. A lot of crazy things have been happening in the Epstein case, uh, specifically this week, too, which has been strange. Uh, so the first thing was there was a judge, a female judge who had been assigned to the Deutsche Bank case or something mm-hmm. like that. And um, somebody had showed up to her house dressed as a FedEx driver and murdered her son and shot her husband while she was downstairs Mm -hmm. Um, come to find out this guy is like a 70 year old attorney that was on a case with her a long time ago but they didn't give too many details about what the case was about but i think he lost it um but when they so they ended up finding him a couple days later he had committed suicide but he had a package with him that was addressed to the family and of course this happened all after she got put on as a judge for this whole case so the timing of everything but the judge she was a judge for what case specifically I did see it was like a it was a bank case that was a uh, pretty much i'm pretty sure it had to do with like um finding money sources that attached epstein to something oh okay yeah that so that's sense. that's how come Ghislaine is attached to that situation yeah. yeah and then there was another situation too where i guess uh epstein's banker hung himself i hung, mean hung himself they say follow the money and you're going to find what you're looking for. Yeah. So, so it seems like they really are like chopping off the streams to to the money. Yeah. This is some blacklist shit, bro. This is it's like some, this is like some movie TV shit. Like it's getting nuts out here. I think it's crazy that all these details are coming out and everyone that's seeing these details that's been following this from the jump. I feel like we've been following it pretty, yeah. pretty well. And our reactions are like, wow, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. And I feel like everybody else's reactions that are following this and witnessing this along with us. Are feeling the same way, but yeah. the crazy part about this is like, what the fuck are we gonna do about it? Yeah, like all we can do is just watch it. Unfold. We're really just watching. Yeah, and it's like it's happening in front of. It's like we're seeing the corruption happen in front of us, but there's nothing we can do about it. 
the, another crazy part about it is these things that are happening, they're all coincidences. We have to put that out there. Yeah. Because right. nothing has been said that these things are attached. But we've talked about so many times, like, there's only so many coincidences. I don't believe in coincidences, period, though. So many coincidences <laughs> until something is not a coincidence. Yeah, you know I mean? You don't believe in coincidences? I think not. You don't believe in coincidences? Not really. Period. I think that sometimes, yeah, things are. But I think that if too many things happen in succession in a short amount of time, those aren't coincidences. Those are pre-planned, whether it's by a higher power or by some nefarious plot that's going on mm-hmm. here on the mainland or whatever. But something is, I don't think that coincidences, I, yeah, I just don't think that coincidences really, really exist. I think it's crazy that we have no choice but to call them coincidences because we're not there we don't know mm-hmm. for and we a can't fact. factually base anything off of this. We can only assume and guess. Exactly. But as we're watching this, we're like, okay, if someone wanted to remove a paper trail, who would you knock off? Probably the person that has been looking into the paper trail. Exactly. Come to find out that person gets knocked off. Hmm. Well, and the strange thing, so this guy was 70 years old that did this. And I'm not saying that murder murderers don't have an age group but this just that seems like a, a wild that a seven-year-old would do it and then it was years after the the court case that they had together mm-hmm. and then he also had a package in his car that had their address on it if you were just gonna fake being a fedex driver to kill somebody why would you go through the whole thing of putting their name on a package and everything you could have just grabbed a box and made it look like a package i remember seeing something saying that they're just trying to pin it on this guy it, then that's where what i was gonna say is mm-hmm. like that that maybe that that was their tra- way of trying to pin it but then I try to think of this on other sides, too. This could just be really fucking weird, and it could just be a weird connection, and that this guy might have just had a vendetta against her and her family. It's very true. It's entirely possible, both scenarios, but... I will say this. <laughs> At this point, with this, uh, the whole Epstein and uh, Maxwell and like all the trafficking shit yeah. that's going on right now, there is not going to be a right time for anything else to come out. Right. So even if something comes out today about this situation, it's going to seem like it fits into this picture perfectly. 100%. Even if it comes out next month, even if it's been quiet for a while and next year something comes out, like this situation is so big, it's going to be like, wow, there's another piece. Exactly. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's crazy stuff. Um, I don't I don't really know what's going to happen from here on out, but I feel like every judge is going to be scared to want to take this case for fear of this kind of stuff happening. I don't blame them. I feel like you're, you should be rightfully scared. Yeah, I mean... It, and then with if this stuff is all connected the way it is, how deep does this really go? Because if they're willing to knock off judges in the middle of the day, then this shit goes deep, deep. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, this, man. you know what that actually reminded me of? Like the whole situation, and I don't want to sound insensitive to try and draw a comparison to a movie, but do you remember when the Joker was doing that shit where he's like killing judges and stuff? That's mm-hmm. what it felt like when I read that story. I was like, this is nasty. Like that's some wild shit. And I do want to say rest in peace to her son because that is. That's insane, dude. There's clearly people out there that are trying to keep a lot of things under wraps right For now. For sure. This is showing us. Yeah. And they're going to go out of their way and make the shit happen. They're going to they're gonna silence the shit. Period. <laughs> period. I will say, though, this the Epstein stuff has had me on the edge of my seat. Every time a new update comes out, I'm fucking researching. I'm mm-hmm. looking at everything. Like, this shit is so crazy. We need to research that chick's name a little better. Cause I'd... Oh, you're talking about Jizzlene? Yeah. Jizzlene? Jizz, jizz... Galang. Jizzle. Oh, Jizzle. Jizzle, yeah. Jizzle Maxwell. Um, what do you think of... Did you see Trump's comments regarding her this week? Oh, wishing her well? Yeah, that was a little strange. Donald Trump wishing her well is weird. And I'm one to get the benefit of the doubt 99% of the time. Yeah. It's weird to say, I wish her well when she's in jail for child trafficking. Yeah. That's, that's not something you say to someone like that. No. Um, anything to do with any kind of anything with children and sex and anything? Yeah. Nah, bro. You shouldn't even touch that. So my first thought that was like, okay, 
Maybe he's oblivious to what she's doing. But then I had to remember this motherfucker kicked it with her yeah. all the time. Yeah, bro. They got all the time. They got fucking selfies together. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, yeah, no, bro. Like this guy, I feel like he just didn't know what to say in that situation. Yeah. But do you think that go like conspiracy wise, since we're in conspiracy talk, do you think that that's a coded message? Like, oh, I wish her well. Like you better shut the fuck up or things are not going to go so well. I can see that. Because I could definitely see, like, the Q spinning it that way. I can see that. I really think that Trump is in on that shit, man. Not on the savior shit, like the Q shit. Yeah. I mean, he's. I think he's in with the uh, sex trafficking shit, man. I think that there's uh, a lot of people that are going to be connected to this or that were part of it that we're going to be very sad that we found out that they are part of this. I think you're right but i also think that there's gonna be majority of the people on that list were like yeah i could see that yeah like uh fucking what's his name a creepy dude from uh netflix who the guy that said that uh or that like three boys came out and said that he raped them on set. oh kevin spacey yeah that guy's yeah. fucking weird yeah he's a he's a creepy motherfucker. yeah yeah that's uh, that's unfortunate though because i really did like that show i never watched it or i tried to watch the first episode and then i don't know it's one of those things like if i can't get into it in the first episode I just don't watch it yeah I did start watching, uh, uh, what's the one that you've been telling me to watch for a long last time? Black Mirror. How you like it? I'm like five episodes. That's pretty good. Dude, Black Mirror is dope. Cool. The thing about Black Mirror, though, which makes it cool to me, is that each episode is different. So, so the, that's even if you don't thing. like the last one, you can just go to the next one. And that's the one thing I like about it, because I can, like, stop watching it for two weeks, and I can just pick up on another episode, and I don't have to connect dots or try mm-hmm. to remember what happened before. Each episode is written by different people. I did like that, uh, Homeboy from, uh, Get Out was in it. He was in, like, the second or third oh, episode. Oh, the one where they have to, like, be on the treadmill. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. episode was strange as fuck, too. Man, I might need to start watching them again. I like... Man. It's good stuff. This shit's dope. It took I love a while, but I'm back. I'm pretty sure... I think the second season was my favorite season. Okay. Maybe I'll uh, partake in some elevation of the mind tonight and run some episodes. The third season, I think, is the last season that came out. And then they had, like, the movie. The Bandersnatch movie. Yeah. Um... But the third season, the last episode where there's like a black chick on there and her dad is like this uh, hologram slave Ooh. in this museum. Like his his spirit is caught oh, like, in like a hologram. Okay. And he's like a slave. So he stays in there. Um, that one, bro. Like you should just skip to it and watch it. Okay. That one is fucking dope, man. Um, actually, since we're in conspiracy talk too, uh, I did see something interesting come up about how it had something to do with, um, your soul. Like you can download somebody's soul. Like they came up with this. Fuck. I wish I could remember what it, I saw the tweet, but it was like that your soul can be downloaded so that you can live forever. Like they can like download your soul and, uh, and put it into somebody else's bot, like into another body. Like altered carbon, yeah. We can like choose skins. See, I don't know if you, I don't know if I believe that because wouldn't you have to know what the soul is? Yeah, you can't. De- you can't define what the soul is. It's not like I could just take out a piece of my body and that's my soul. Like this is a yeah, like an energy thing. Like a, it's your characteristics. It's your energy. It's your. Or maybe you can do it, and I'm just not up to date on what modern technology is capable. I mean, of. maybe shit. I mean, maybe they figured out how to take people's souls. That's. Crazy. That sounds wild when you say it like that. What if there are soul snatchers in the future? Like people just steal souls and they sell them. Yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah. How much for your soul? Yeah. Is that a Kendrick song? How much for your soul? Anyways, I'm getting off on a rant. Uh, yeah, man. So uh, definitely going to keep up with all this uh, this Epstein. Giselle. Whether I want to or not at this point. Yeah, Trump's like, stuff. I, I'm it's kind of hard to it's ignore, hard to ignore now too. I'm invested into this this real. Real crime story. True crime story. Yeah. Shit's gonna get weird, man. Shit is definitely gonna get fucking weird. Yep.
picks of the week. Picks of the week. Uh, you want to go first? Sure. I'm back. Uh, I'm back again with one pick. I only got one this week too, so don't feel too bad. I think you'll like this one. Okay. So I haven't used this pick, but I saw this and I saved it so that I could use it at some point. Mm-hmm. It's a website that creates a playlist for you, but the playlist slowly transitions from one artist style of music to any other artist music. So like you can do like Elton John and Young Thug, right? Yeah. Well, I guess that's not an, a good one because they kind of use like Phil Collins and Kendrick. Exactly. And it will gradually merge. Actually, you know what? I can see Kendrick and Phil Collins making this whole together. <laughs> but it's interesting. I get what you mean, though. It's interesting because it shows like how many steps away until uh, what songs you chose. Oh, so it'll ki- so it'll play music in between that leads up to that other artist? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Dope, right? Uh, Super dope. It's like, let's say like Kendrick and Phil Collins is like 15 songs away. Yeah. But Dr. Dre and... Uh, Paul McCartney might be five songs away. Mm-hmm. Who knows? You know what I mean? The website is called playlistmachinery.com. Okay. So yeah, you guys should check that out. I'm going to try it out. I haven't done it yet, but it sounds like it's going to be very interesting. And it might lead you to experiencing new music that you wouldn't have uh, experienced before. Yeah, one of the things I love about, especially hip-hop, hip-hop does a lot of sampling, especially of old songs. I love figuring out what the sample is and going back and listening to the original song. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the real dope things about hip-hop. And I've learned a lot of great music over the years, especially older music that I would have never checked for because yep. of that. So One of my all-time favorite songs, Walking on a Dream. Well, that was a good one. Yeah, and uh, the reason why I found that song is because Wiz Khalifa actually sampled that in one of his mixtapes back, uh, back in the day. That's by, um, by oh, Empire of the Sun. Yep, Empire. Yeah, they were on the Jay Z album, uh, Blueprint Three. Okay. When Jay Z was trying to do whatever he was trying to do, you know, you know how I feel about that album. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. So just a website. Yep, just that website. Awesome. Go make a playlist. Um, so I got two this week. Um, one is a throwback. Uh, I was listening to it on the way up here, but throwback. Well, I'm gonna say black, but I guess it doesn't really make sense. But uh, throw black. <laughs> throw black. There you go. Uh, the black album, East Atlanta Love Letter. Uh, it's been two and a half years or so since it came out. I still jam that shit every week. Mm-hmm. One of the best R&B albums I think of the last ten years. Classic to me. Um, and I'm highly anticipating whatever he's got coming next. But that's a great fucking album, man. Yeah. You I, know. You know. I played a lot of CDs. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a CD that has uh, Free Black, his first album, and East Atlanta Love Song. Or Love Letter. Yeah. Second album on that. And that's in my uh, continued rotation. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a great album. Um, yeah, if you haven't checked it out, definitely check it out. I love how he used the features, too. Like, when I saw the track list, because you know when you see, like, Future and Offset and all that, you're just mm-hmm. like, man, another fucking album with the same features. Mm-hmm. But the way he used them in there, amazing. Yeah. That was really dope. Um, and then my second one is called Nun Vitamins. It's N-U-N-N. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of these? Um, I read it as Noon. Oh, maybe it is new. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but they almost look like antacids. You mm-hmm. pull them apart, you drop them in your water. They're supposed to give you electrolytes, um, supposed to be good for your skin. I've actually been drinking it for the last week. I've seen my skin clear up a little bit. Uh, my weight's been going down a little bit. I feel healthier. My piss has been like fucking crystal clear, like pause if I have to. <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely check them out. I mean, I just, it just makes my body feel hydrated and better, especially during this time when you don't do a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's important to stay hydrated in, in the middle of the summer, so. Speaking of that, I actually just bought a vitamin. Like, you know, like the old people have, they had like the vitamin things that are the daily medication Oh, uh, yeah, containers. like the, the pill sorter. Exactly, yeah. like the Monday through Sunday things, whatever. I just got one of those uh, for me and Taylor so that we could take vitamins. Mm-hmm. Like um, yeah, vitamin, kind of vitamin D, uh, vitamin D, because I mean, we live in Washington. We're good right now in the summertime, but I mean, we only get 
summer three months a year. Well, and then they say that vitamin D is good for um, curbing corona too. I'm sure just having a good immune system in general. Yeah, I think vitamin, my grandma's doctor told her to start taking vitamin D just to keep her immune system up. Oh, uh, I recommend it to anybody against man. corona though. Well, it was a specifically. Is what she oh, said. okay. Yeah, vitamin D, um, zinc. Mm-hmm. Usually you have to take like a copper supplement with zinc, like just tiny amounts, just so that it absorbs better. But we're lacking all these things because we don't yeah. eat shit from the ground anymore. You Do you I mean? uh, take B12? B12 is another good one. B12 in the morning. Okay. Yeah, because that shit will keep you up. Um, and then what was the other thing? I take a, one that probably a lot of people don't normally take, but I take a mushroom supplement. Oh, really? Yeah, because apparently it's supposed to be really good for your brain health. And what like is cognitive it? Cognitive development. Um, like it's actual mushrooms that like are grinded down into a pill, and uh, I think one of them's called like a tiger tail mushroom. It's like different okay. types of them, but um, there's a guy named Paul Stamets. Okay, he was on um, Joe Rogan. If yeah, people yeah, want to check yeah, out that episode, he's actually from Washington, mushroom grower. Um, I watched that one, and he started talking about some of the the good stuff that. Uh, oh, it's lion's mane is what lion's it's called. Lion's mane, yeah. And you can actually get it in a powder and drink it, but it's supposed to be good for cognitive development and keeping your brain healthy and functioning. And yeah, I might add that to the. To the cocktail. It's a good one. And if you smoke a lot of weed like I do, you got to do anything to keep your memory straight. So There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's all I had uh, for those ones. But, uh, oh, I guess we were talking about the vitamins. I don't know how we got off of it. I don't know, but what there you go. The... Those are our picks. Yeah. Our vitamin was... picks. <laughs> yes. Uh, did you have any other vitamins you take? I think it's important. To I take a, a multivitamin, like the one from Costco. It's mm-hmm. like the two gummies. Oh, yeah. So do I. Do you take yeah. a glutamine? No. Glutamine's supposed to be good for your, like, your joints and stuff. But okay. see, here's the thing. is like, why do I have to take like 18, 19 different fucking pills? Yeah. Well, it's because the things that we eat are so processed yeah. or, you know. Speak for yourself. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> or we just don't eat a lot of, uh, like, we don't eat a lot of, like, raw shit. Mm-hmm. That's really what it comes down to, man. And even if we are eating the stuff, like, I want to make sure that I'm getting it anyway. Right. I mean, if you have a little bit too much, you're going to pee it out anyway. So yeah. who cares? I mean, don't overdo it, but right. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't like take like three, don't take like fucking vitamins three times a day yeah. of the same vitamins or anything yeah. like that. No, but I think it's, it's definitely important that we have these kind of conversations about vitamins and stuff during this time with so many people getting sick and everything. Like it's important, inco- it's important, you know, especially when you're younger, you don't think about these things, mm-hmm. you know, as we're transitioning into our thirties and things like that. Now we're taking care of our bodies more. I think it's important for people to hear about stuff other people are taking and stuff other people are doing to keep healthy too. Yeah, you know, I just want to, I just want to do everything I can to be healthy as I'm drinking energy. Yeah, yeah. I had a fucking 240 milligram energy drink this morning, which is B12, 500%. See, I got my vitamins. There you go. All right, we go uh, shout outs. Shout outs. Got a couple this week. You want me to start? Yeah. Want to shout out Russ Willie and Sierra? Just had their baby, I think, today. Um, So shout out to them. You know, Russ is. King of Seattle, so anytime he, anything ever goes good with him, I uh, salute him. So congrats to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to say rest in peace and congrats to Juice World. Uh, so of course rest in peace because he passed a couple months ago. But he had one, two, three, four, five songs debut in the top 100 this week, wow. um, which is really cool. And I think the only the last artist to do that was Drake to have five simultaneous top 10 hits. So really cool to see people supporting his music. Him um, and Pop Smoke last album did ridiculous. Bro, Pop numbers. Smoke is about to do another 100k with his deluxe too. <sighs> Like, I think it's really awesome, but the thing that's sad, it is sad. I was talking about this yesterday. It's sad to see these people not get to enjoy this moment. It's, so I have mixed feelings about this. Sorry to take away from your shout out. No, no, no. And I think I know where you're going with this. And we, yeah, this like, might be a good conversation. It's really dope that people get to, uh, appreciate the people who's past music. Mm-hmm. It's dope. But there's like a disgusting aspect of it. Yep. Like the pop smoke stuff, for example. So his album recently came out like a couple weeks ago, whatever, which was dope. Like, obviously, he was going to have an album come out anyway. Right. But I feel like they're going to milk the shit out of 
the fact that he is dead for sure and push that and that is death there's is a, a there's a weird feeling about like, that. don't get it twisted death is a marketing tool too like, it is and they, and they will exploit it like people, they are they know they know how to do it i mean anytime especially you get label major label hands in anything of course they're going to exploit whatever route just like with the kanye mental health stuff they exploit that shit too. Like, don't think that the labels aren't using that too to push Kanye too. Like, oh yeah, he does have an album coming out. Yep, and he has an album coming out. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I, yeah, I, I'm sure labels are putting just as much energy into the death part as they were, and maybe even more now. It's the same thing with like Nipsey. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it happens with everybody. Um, there's certain people that when they pass, like their celebrity will won't rise over the celebrity they already had. Like for Kobe, for example, mm-hmm. like. He was, he, he, was he was maxed out. Exactly. Yeah. Wise. So like people like that, or even like, you know, older artists that pass on like Prince, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, but even then you see people run back and listen to their catalog once they pass. It's like, you didn't even care, really care for the music while I was here, but now you, now all of their albums are in the top 100. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's definitely two different feelings at the same time. You're happy because they're getting the recognition, but you're also sad because this is what it took them to get the recognition. I think it's crazy that the marketing behind Pop Smoke's drop. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant, dude. Yeah. Like dropping it and then essentially bringing it back out with a, a second album. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, and they pop, they dropped it on Pop's birthday. Like mm-hmm. they're handling this very well. And it seems from the look of it, all things are pr- pretty respectful to Pop's legacy. Mm-hmm. So if it's done respectfully, is it still weird? I will say no, only because it's going to happen anyway. Yeah. And, you know, I try to think about these things too. Like even though it's weird that people want to support now also pop smoke has family i think he has a kid i'm not sure we'll have to fact check that but if him doing super successful now means that they continue to be taken care of long after he's gone then i'm okay with it for sure yeah but i do i see the both sides it does look nasty sometimes Mm -hmm. most of the time i actually yeah yeah, most of the time yeah it does look pretty nasty um and then the last shot i had was uh for a few couples on their one-year anniversary of course you and tay uh, uh, B Cam and Aaron, Zach and Carly, all of you guys that your one year. I think that that's really dope to celebrate. Yeah, congrats um, to you guys too. Especially since we can't go out and celebrate. I think it's really dope. Uh, champagne bottle pop sound effect insert here. Got you. Yeah. And those are my shout outs for this week. My shout out this week. I don't really have a shout out actually. This is more of like a, just an, an overall statement based off of what's been going on in the world right now. I feel like there's some things that bring a lot of people down, obviously. So I need to say this. Stop being afraid of what could go wrong and start getting excited for what could go right. I like that. Because it's really easy to, you know, fall into the the depressed state because of all the things that are going on right now. But I mean, if that's the outlook in the future, it's going to stay like that for your personal self. You know what I mean? But if you if you're like looking at things like, okay, things could get better. Why would it not? Yeah, I 100 percent agree. Power, positive thinking. Yeah. Um, I did have something to say off that. Oh, and the, you know, the very famous quote is, uh, everything you want lives on the other side of fear. Mm, I like that. So yeah, I mean, take a chance, take a risk. Mm-hmm. You never know what could come of it. Uh, a risk that's willing yeah. to take. Okay. Don't do some crazy shit. <laughs> don't make us have to stay the yeah. disclaimers all the time. guys. Yeah. You know, God damn Don't make it. us have to come back here next week and report on you on hot headlines. Mm-hmm. Like this motherfucker took a risk, bro. Yeah, calculated risk is what we're saying. Um, yeah, and then just shout out everybody. Um, check out the Instagram, No Structure Podcast. Uh, Twitter's No Structure Pod One. Uh, every Monday, twelve oh one a.m. Uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google, YouTube. Oh, we're gonna start a new YouTube thing this week. We're we're gonna put conspiracy talk, and I'm gonna put like visualizer stuff with it, so it's not just audio. You know, there's like 
some maybe like posting some you know how like when we do the teasers how i mm-hmm. put like the newspaper clips and stuff like that I feel like stuff that's like that yeah it. and just make like a visualizer for uh that stuff so yeah check that out on youtube cool